and you understand that it is a synthetic voice, that it's there for a purpose. So I, I think that there is, there are definitely uses for this. It, it's just, it's making our lives easier. Veritone presents Adventures in AI, the podcast that dives into the many ways artificial intelligence is shaping our future for the better. I'm your host, Megan Minchev, and today we're talking with Jody Kringle. Jody is a voice actor, solopreneur, podcaster, and self-proclaimed media geek. She's been a voice actor since 2007 and has worked with clients from major brands all over the world, including Dell and Kraft. Really cool. Uh, She's also a singer and has put out her own album of jazz, blues, and traditional tunes. So naturally, over the years, she's learned a lot about sound and how it influences people. She even has a podcast on this very subject, which is called Audio Branding, The Hidden Gem of Marketing. Today, we'll be talking about the importance of sound, synthetic voice in the voice community, what AI's role is in voice, and a whole lot more. Jody, welcome to Adventures in AI. I'm really happy to be speaking with you today. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking with you too. (laughs) Awesome. Before we move into the meat and potatoes of this topic, I introduced you a bit, but I would love to get to know a little bit more about how you got into becoming a voice actor and why it's a business as well as a craft. Sound has always been important for me. When I was a kid, my parents had sing-along time, not story time. So for us, music and, and, and sound has always been really super important. And when I went through my professional careers, sound was always in the back of my head as something I wanted to work in. And it really didn't come into fruition until after I had been doing SEO and internet marketing for quite some time. I had had a little bit of experience doing books on tape, and really it was tape at the time, like reel-to-reel tape. (laughs) Uh, 95, 96, I did some work, some volunteer work for the CNIB, which is the Canadian National Institute for the Blind. And I was reading their magazines, basically magazines onto tape for them to listen to, kind of like podcasts, I guess, really right. early podcasts. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I, I loved both the voicing and the tech part of it. So that sort of, it, it percolated in the back of my head for quite some time until 2007, when I got really bored of what I was doing. <laughs> and Google was the only game in town. And things happen when I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I basically just uh, kind of switched my focus. I was already self-employed and I said, hmm, maybe now is the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I switched my focus and I focused all my energy on voiceovers. And uh, I had a lot to learn, but it was a fantastic thing to do. And as far as why it's a business, I think... Uh, it It is hard to have any kind of self-employment right now without having some kind of idea of how to invoice, how to keep track of your, uh, your expenses, mm-hmm. you know, how to know what money comes in and, and goes out, and to understand what those expenses are on a monthly basis. Just having an idea of how to run your business and keep yourself in the black as as opposed to in the red. Right. (laughs) Uh, Knowing what to charge, Mm -hmm. being uh, very cognizant of how much you're charging and and are you charging enough. And just being your own advocate can be hard for a lot of people. So it's something you need to learn over time. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of uh, business people in my life, meaning they own a lot of their own businesses and they can totally relate to what you're saying. So mm-hmm. um, I'd like to know a little bit more about what sound means to you. Uh, well, I mean, for me, it's pretty much everything. Right. <laughs> I I love music. I love sound of any kind. I love doing my podcast, which talks about the subject on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And I love silence, too. I think there is something to be said for having quiet as well. What What is silence? I, I mean, I don't... So I haven't... Yes, <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I think my silence comes at night right before I go to bed. My yep. husband's sleeping, kids are sleeping, and it's like, Whoa, what is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's I relish people, in it. Exactly. That's why yeah. some people wake up at five in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's, that's quiet time, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, I love having peace and quiet. That is my zen. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where I love to be. Even more than listening to music, because when I'm listening to music, I'm constantly analyzing. Because as a performer myself, I can't, I can't just listen. I can't just enjoy it. I have to listen to the lyrics. I have to know why they put that word there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a really nice way that she moved her voice in that way. Oh, it's I like love that. my brain is going 50 million miles a second and I can't relax. So for me, it's very much a peace is my re- relaxation. And I, I think it's, like you said, it's it's really rare in this day and age that we actually get that silent time. And that's part of a- another aspect of this whole sound thing in that sound as a bad thing in your life, um, you know, having bad sounds, it's just not good. And you can close your eyes, but you can't close your ears. Mm-hmm. So when you're sleeping, unless you're going to wear earplugs when you're (laughs) sleeping, which not a lot of people do. And it's actually not really healthy to do. (laughs) Oh, did not know that. It it pushes into your ears, you know? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. If, if you're doing that on a regular basis, it's kind of blocking up things. Okay. Well, I will tell my husband that (laughs) because he's been doing that. So. Well, yeah, he might end up with some ear infections or some, you know, extra wax in there, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just something to be careful with. (laughs) Not everyone is affected the same way, but noise pollution is a thing. And we need to be very conscious of that. So what about sound in software and tech solutions? Can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I think that... I think that almost is a a health issue because when you're talking about alarms and beeps in a hospital, for instance, they're very harsh and they don't really have to be. If you give them a little bit of decay as opposed to just like the beep that begins and ends, Mm -hmm. it's a lot less harsh on our ears. And in fact, I have a podcast coming out very soon that's talking with someone who studied this and who is working on helping the healthcare industry fix these problems. Um, He's a percussion guy and and he is aware of the difference in the, the really clinical beeps that we use and how we could make that a little more pleasant to listen to and a, a little easier for us to recover our health in such environments. Um, he calls them a beeping hellscape. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't blame him, actually. Right? It's, it's, it's true, you know? Yeah. Uh, so there are lots of instances where this is the case, where the sounds that these objects make are less than pleasant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I think also that certain sounds 
denote luxury for us. Mm-hmm. So it really depends on what your software is, what it's meant to do, uh, what it's being used for, and and where, what environment is it going to be heard in. And when all of these things come together and you understand what your product is and what the software does, then you can get a better idea of how it should sound. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And as a voice artist, what are your perceptions of synthetic voice in the voice community? I think that a lot of people are afraid that it will take our jobs. Mm -hmm. And I understand that fear. But I don't think that most people are going to want synthetic voice on uh, in certain instances. I think when you are aware that a voice is synthetic, then you understand what it's being used for. And you can go along with that. And there are some things like reading articles on a a website where you may not want to read it and instead you want to hear it, but you don't want a voice actor to have to recreate that every time a new article is written. You know, then a text-to-speech is super easy to just implement and put on the page and there you go and people can listen if they want. Or a chatbot. You know, a chatbot isn't necessarily there to have a full-on conversation with you, it's there to answer certain questions. And you understand that it is a synthetic voice and that it's there for a purpose. Right. And you're not, you know, somehow thinking it's a real person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that there is, there are definitely uses for this. I think that it is important for us to find these uses and know when they're best to use. And uh, it doesn't need to be a substitute for a real person. It, it's just it's making our lives easier. Yeah. And I mean, you can even monetize that as well. Well, yeah, there is another aspect <laughs> of this in that as a voice actor, if you do some utterances and you give that to a company and you let them make a synthetic voice of your voice, mm-hmm. then that voice can go out into the wild and do other stuff that you are not doing and just That's right. make you money. <laughs> That's right. Now, I mean, the trick is how much money is it going to make you? Right. Because a lot of these don't pay all that much. <laughs> so really, it, it becomes... How can we as voice actors work with the software engineers and the companies that do these so that this is a win-win situation? Right. And I think that that is coming, that, uh, you know, there are bad actors in every industry. And unfortunately, they've made a lot of us very um, cautious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. But I do think that there is a way for us all to work together and that win-win situations are possible. Awesome. Okay. And uh, what do you think is artificial intelligence's role in voice? That's a tough one. I mean, machine learning has been around for a while. Mm-hmm. And I get that it is. it can be helpful. But is it going to replace humans? I don't know. Because it doesn't think the way we do. It doesn't have our experiences the way that we do. It doesn't come at things from the same perspective that we do. So is it going to replace us? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I, you know, I, I think there's an uncanny valley in there, right? Mm-hmm. We know about that in regards to CGI people. <laughs> we we haven't really explored it all that much in regards to audio. And I think it is going to become a thing that when we aren't sure, but we can hear little differences, it's going to freak us out a little. <laughs> yeah, it is wild to wrap your mind up around that. Yeah. Machine learning for music is especially odd. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, it is absolutely. a very yeah. I, I've actually done a podcast specifically on that, mm-hmm. and uh, listening to some of the songs that this artificial intelligence came up with because it listened to a bunch of hit songs and thought right. this was what we were doing, and <laughs> what listening to what it thought we were doing is really disconcerting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so in keeping with the voice topic, what excites you for the future of AI? I'd like to see this become some kind of a way for voice actors to, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, preserve their voices the way that they sound and at that moment. Right. Because everyone's voices change and over a period of time, your voice will change. And I think that it could be a really interesting way for voice actors to monetize later on down the road. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, how many utterances are you going to have to do to make that possible? I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's another question. And I think the software is getting better all the time. Absolutely. Those synthetic voices. Yeah. Yeah. So less utterances are required as we go. I think that's what's going to happen. But yeah, I'm excited. I am excited about it. I think I am too. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, as we wrap things up, I'd love for you to share if there's anything new that you are promoting and where our audience can learn more about you and your industry. Well, if they want to learn more about me, I'm at voiceoversandvocals.com and my podcast, Audio Branding, is at audiobrandingpodcast.com. I do have a weekly chat on Clubhouse that happens on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. And I do talk about voice AI subjects. So it's all about the power of sound in general. But there are all sorts of different topics under that that general theme. And voice AI is definitely one of them. So I do talk about that there, along with uh, audio branding and advertising and the power of music and the power of podcasting and public speaking and, and voice acting and all of that sort of stuff. So if people are interested, they can check out the club. It's called The Power of Sound. Awesome. Yeah. And I think we should get someone from Veritone over on your podcast at some point. That would be really cool. Yeah. Nice, nice little alignment there. Sure. So Jody, it was really awesome speaking with you and uh, giving me a little bit of insight and our audience, a little bit of insight into what it is that you do and how it correlates with AI. And uh, if you could give maybe some final last thoughts on the either voice industry or AI? I think that voice actors should be less scared of this. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, the software engineers are not out to get us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is, this is an industry that's growing. It's Mm -hmm. not going anywhere. It's, it's here to stay. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that it would be a good idea for voice actors to get ahead of the curve instead of, you know, have it bulldoze them. Um, and yeah, I think it's not something we need to be afraid of. It's something that we need to work together to make sure that it's a win-win situation for everyone involved. Thank you, Jody, And to my audience, thank you to everyone out there for listening to Adventures in AI, the podcast that dives into the many ways artificial intelligence is shaping the future for the better. Talk with you next time. <laughs>